It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of Broken Images from Japanese Folklore, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of Broken Images. Once there lived two brothers who were princes in the land. The elder brother was a hunter. He loved the deep woods and the chase. He went from dawn to dark with his bow and arrows. Swiftly he could run. He was strong and bright-eyed. The younger brother was a dreamer. His eyes were gentle. From dawn to dark, with his books or with his thoughts, sweetly he could sing of love or of war over the green fields and tell stories of the fairies and of the time of the gods. Upon a fair day of summer, the hunter betook himself very early to the woods, as was his wont. But the dreamer took his books in his hand, and musing he wandered by the stream's side, where grew the yellow mimulus. It is the fairy's money, he said. It will buy all the joys of fairyland. So he went on his way, smiling. And when he had continued for some time, he came to a holy shrine. And there led to the shrine a hundred steps, moss-grown and gray. Beside the steps were guardian lions, carved in stone. Behind the shrine was Fui, the mystic mountain, white and beautiful. And all the lesser hills rose softly up like prayers. O peerless Fui, said the dreamer, O passionless wonder mountain, to see thee is to hear sweet music without sound, the blessed harmony of silence. Then he climbed the steps, moss-grown and gray, and the lions were carved in stone, rose up and followed him, and they came with him to the inner gates of the shrine and stayed there. In the shrine there was a hush of noonday. The smoke of incense curled upon the air, dimly shone the gold and the bronze and the lights and the mystic mirrors. There was a sound of singing in the shrine, and turning, the dreamer saw a man who stood at his right hand. The man was taller than any child of earth. Moreover, his face shone with the glory of youth that cannot pass away. He held a year-old child upon his arm and hushed it to sleep, slinging a strange melody. When the babe fell asleep, he was well pleased and smiled. What babe is that? said the dreamer. O dreamer, it is no babe but a spirit. Then, my lord, what are you? said the dreamer. I am Jizo, who guards the souls of little children. It is most pitiful to hear their crying when they come to the sandy riverbed. The Saino Kwara, O dreamer, they come alone as needs they must, wailing and wandering, stretching out their pretty hands. They have a task which is to pile stones for a tower of prayer. But in the night come the Oni to throw down the towers and scatter all the stones, so the children are made afraid and their labor is lost. What then, my lord Jizo? said the dreamer. Why, then I come, for the great one gives me leave. And I call, come hither, wandering souls, and they fly to me that I might hide them in my long sleeves. I carry them in my arms and on my breast, where they lie light and cold, as light and cold as the morning mist upon the mountains. When he had spoken, the year-old child stirred and murmured, so he rocked it, 
and wandered to and fro in the quiet temple court, and hushed it as he went. So the swift moments flew and the noontide passed away. Presently there came to the shrine a lady most gentle and beautiful. Gray was her robe, and she had silver sandals on her feet. She said, I am called the Merciful. For mankind's dear sake I have refused eternal peace. The Great One has given me a thousand loving arms, arms of mercy. My hands are full of gifts. O dreamer, when you dream your dreams, you shall see me in my lotus boat when I sail upon the mystic mirror. Lady, Lady Quanon, said the dreamer. Then came one clothed in blue, speaking with a sweet, deep, well-known voice. I am Benton, the goddess of the sea and goddess of song. My dragons are about me and beneath my feet. See their green scales and their opal eyes. Greetings, O dreamer. From her there came a band of blooming boys, laughing and holding out their rosing arms. We are the sons of the sea goddess, they said. Come, dreamer, come to our cool caves. The god of Rhodes came, and his three messengers with him. Three apes were the three messengers. The first ape covered his eyes with his hands, for he could see no evil thing. The second ape covered his ears with his hands, for he could hear no evil thing. The third ape covered his mouth with his hands, for he could speak no evil thing. Then came she, the fearful woman who takes the clothes of the dead who are not able to pay their toll, so that they must stand shivering at the entrance of the mysterious three ways. They are unfortunate indeed. And many and many a vision the dreamer saw in that enchanted shrine. The dark night fell with storm and tempest and the sound of rain upon the roof. Yet the dreamer never stirred. Suddenly there was a sound of hurrying feet without. A voice called loud, My brother, my brother! In sprang the hunter through the golden temple doors. Where are you, he cried, my brother, my brother! He had his swinging lantern in his hands and held it high as he flung his long-blown hair back over his shoulder. His face was bright with the rain upon it, and his eyes were as keen as an eagle's. Oh, brother, said the dreamer, and ran to meet him. Now the dear gods be thanked that I have found you safe and sound, said the hunter. Half the night I have sought you, wandering in the forest and by the stream's side. I was all to blame for leaving you, my little brother. With that he took his brother's face between his two warm hands. But the dreamer sighed. I have been with the gods all night, he said. I think I see them still. This place is holy. Then the hunter flashed his light upon the temple walls, upon the gilding and the bronze. I see no gods, he said. What see you, brother? I see rows of stone, broken images, gray and mossy-grown feet. They are gray because they are sad. They are sad because they are forgotten, said the dreamer. The hunter took him by the hand and led him into the night. The dreamer said, Oh, brother, how sweet is the scent of the bean fields after the rain. Now, bind your sandals on, said the hunter, and I'll run you a race to our home. And that is the tale of broken images from Japanese folklore. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories and we truly appreciate it. 
Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. <laughs>